now listening to Snuff McGee and Friends. Irrelevance in the Dungeon. Snuff McGee and Friends, Irrelevance in the Dungeon, episode 12. I am Snuff McGee, joined by... It's your man Tyson, all day, every day, man. Thomas Doctor. Tara Sample. Jay Prince. All right, what's going on, fellas? How was your week? It was good. Yeah. Very productive. Don't speak too soon. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, my week. Uh, oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't too bad. All right, so episode 12, we got a four-piece, man. We got uh, two first-time guests on here. We got uh, Terrence Docker. Yeah, Terrence Docker, man. From and, Hopewell, Virginia, man. Go ahead and give us a quick bio on yourself, man. Um, Community advocate. Um, author. Recently just published my first book. Um, motivational speaker. You know, I do a lot of speaking engagements for young people and conferences and stuff like that. Um, just extremely active in the community, man. So that's my spirit. That's just me in a nutshell. Okay, we'll, we'll delve into it a little bit. Miss um, Tara? Uh, well, I'm a nonprofit founder. We serve the um, special needs community. And I also have two businesses, uh, Pure Essence Photography and Signs by Tara. Okay. And how long have you had your businesses? Um, the sign business I've had since 2005, I took it over from my dad and changed the name and changed some things um, with the business. Photography business, I just started last year. That's where my passion lies, so I figured I might as well make money off of what I love to do. Uh, and the um, nonprofit, I founded in April 2012, so that one's been about seven years. Okay. And now they're based out of? Hopewell. Hopewell, Virginia? Mm -hmm. Okay. And... Brother Terrence, tell us about uh, Please Give Me a Dollar. Um, Please Give Me a Dollar is my book. I just released it uh, this year. Um, essentially, all it is is it's a book of my journal. It's, it's a journal made public. You know, I just was writing since I was a kid, so I just wanted to put that in a book. I just finished it. I've been working on this book since I was 23 years old. I'm 32. So I had to, I sat the book That's down. That's nine years, buddy. That's oh, nine years. <laughs> man, listen, if you got something, <laughs> you got dreams, man, you just got to stay consistent, man, even if, you know what I mean? Because I gave up on the book plenty of times. Okay. Sat it down, picked it back up, put, put it back down, but I finally finished it this year. But it's pretty much a book where it's my journal. So it's not like, a, I, I don't have chapters in it or nothing. It's just a straight, free-flow book, journal style, about my life. So I talk about, fatherhood, manhood, uh, things that I've gone through in my life. I talk about all of it. I've become extremely transparent in this book. Like, extremely transparent. Like, it's crazy. Like. Now, while you were writing, were there times where there were certain things you didn't want to put in the book? or did you Yeah, the say? whole time. <laughs> Honestly, for real. And it's weird, like, because when you try, like, for my, my, my view of, like, me putting out the book, is like, man, if I could just help one person, Mm -hmm. Just try to, especially a young person, like, man, just think outside of the box. So for me, it was like, because I'm so transparent in the book, a lot of the stuff, I'm like, man, I don't want to put this. But I'm like, you know what? If it's going to help somebody else, man, just thug it out. Just It's cool. Mm -hmm. But the whole book was like, man, I don't really want to put this, but it is what it is. I was my biggest stopping point with this book. Now, did you have anybody, like, read the book as you were going along, like, certain chapters or whatnot? Or? Nope. I wasn't ready for anybody to read it yet. So, like, when I was writing on the book, like, nobody was really reading the book. Like, my queen, shout out to my queen, Joni, she read, like, a little portion of it, but she wasn't, 
and I, and I would like break it down to her. So I would maybe show her like one or two things from the book and say, "All right, what you think about this?" Mm-hmm. And she would read it. Oh, I like that. All right, that was it. Now, when it came time to be published, like how was that? How does that process work? Um, well, I was published by Black Air Pub, so shout out to uh, Zayel Clark out of um, Northern Virginia. Um, I linked up with her through my queen, through my queen Joni. So, um, she walked me through the process. Like this is my first book, so I didn't know nothing. The only thing I knew was I just want to write a book. But it's 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 not a long process. It just depends on like what you're trying to get done. Mm-hmm. So she like walked me through the process. Then I had somebody um do my book cover. And um, one of the um, Facebook um, groups that I'm on online. So she did that. She came through quick for me on that. So shout out to Angela Brand. Um, they just walked me through the process. It wasn't, to be honest with you, certain things ain't bad in life when you got somebody to walk with you through the process. So it won't as bad as, like, I know certain people that wrote books for them, it was like, hell. But me, I can't really say that. Like, the hardest part for me was moving out of my own way to write a book. Yeah. Nah, man, don't put that. Nah, put it. Nah, man, don't put that. That was it. But having a wall with me was cool. So when the show's over and I buy my copy, how do I buy my copy? You can buy that bad boy on Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's paperback form and ebook form. Um, I'm supposed to be ordering some more books, so you can contact me directly. Um, I sign every book that I have on me. I sign every copy. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely available online. I just put it on on Amazon about maybe three weeks ago. Okay. So it's definitely on Amazon. Um, contact me through my Facebook, through my social media pages. If you want a book, just let me know. Terrence Doctor, Facebook, uh, Pharaoh underscore Doctor on Instagram. Just reach out to me. So any way you want a book, just let me know. If you if I don't have any on me, it's definitely available online. Okay, I'll check and it when out. you get it, I sign. Oh, you will? Yeah, man, I sign mm-hmm. all my so books. So it's gonna be like to. Live. I personalize. <laughs> I, I personalize each signature. Like number one fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do like because a lot of like I got people that buy my book off my Facebook, like off of Facebook mm-hmm. that I've never met in person before. You know what I'm saying? But some of the people that I follow like will talk on Facebook. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So somebody bought my book from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Somebody bought my book from I think like somewhere in the Midwest, somewhere in the Midwest. And I signed it, it was like because I pay attention to what they was doing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man, you got to change your basketball team. So that lets me know, you know what I'm saying? But I signed all books. So, so um, after the basketball, did you get a re- Did they hit you up um, on social media? Yeah, because they actually who, posted. Who was the team? By the, by the, the, the Celtics. It was, there was a oh, Celtics. That's, that's it was a, yeah, there was a Celtics fan. <laughs> but what wound up happening was, so when I was, uh, I would mail off the books. So I just had like a certain request, like, you know, when you get the book, you know what I mean? Just first off, let me know that you got the book, mm-hmm. number one. So then when you get it, just let me know, tag me in the tag me in on Facebook or something like that. So um, when she did that, like, I was like, all right, that's cool. And I remember, like, throughout the season, like, she would constantly talk about the Celtics. So I was like, yeah, what's going on with the Celtics? Because the Celtics not really doing too good. Like, Kyrie about to bounce, da 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 So I, I wrote a message like that, like a teaser message in the book. You know what I'm saying? So never met her. So as you, um, as you purchased your book, you... Talk shit to her. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, pretty much, man. Like, pretty much, like if I know you either in person or like if I know you on social media, you know, I mean, yeah, to let you know that I'm paying attention. Yeah, I'm just letting you know, know when I get my book. No shit talking, man. That, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Listen, I got to. I, I would just appreciate it, you know, just. I don't want to open, you know, the first page or something I feel bitter about. Yeah, and it's normally the first page too that I sign. No lie, I signed the first page, so. 
They said, I'm on Lando Magic. We have a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, listen. I ain't heard of a Magic fan since Shaq. Hey, hey, hey. Still here. Still here. Man. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq, and Penny Days. I didn't know they existed anymore. 3D. <laughs> I thought they switched. Oh, man. Tell, you what, tell me about uh, disability for children with special needs. I want to know more about that. Well, I founded Disability in 2012 um, because I had a child who had special needs. That's seven, had... seven years for I'm sorry, I'm just, <laughs> just keeping everybody up. Yeah. yeah, Elijah was born in 2010, and we didn't. he didn't get diagnosed with Down syndrome until he was two and a half months old. Um, and a lot of the parents I met that had children with Down syndrome gave me resources. But then he ended up getting diagnosed with a second chromosome disorder, and that one was so rare, less than 100 people worldwide had been diagnosed um, with that chromosome disorder, trisomy 14. So I knew that that parents who had children with rare diagnoses wouldn't really know where to go. I turned initially to the Down Syndrome Association, um, but when you have a child with a rare chromosome disorder, you don't know where to look, especially if you don't know anything about anything, which most parents don't initially. Uh, so that's why I started the organization, to provide all the resources that I had got from multiple people, other parents, and put them in one place that I could make them accessible to all the families, regardless of their child's special needs. And since then, we've grown, and we've, we're doing like a youth and education conference in August. Um, this will be our second annual one. Every year at Christmas time, we help more than 300 children. Um, we provide toys, clothes, things like that. Uh, we also do an annual festival. Uh, we try to help families throughout the year with resources and information. We do play groups, so we do. And we've been um, partnering with other organizations, um, and Dominion Energy and Aetna Better Health of Virginia have been uh, really good in sponsoring our events and supporting us. And also, we've partnered with Blueprint for Manhood, mm -hmm. um, and we will be again for our education conference and enhancing education and some of those other organizations. Okay. So, how did the two of you all meet? Uh, I don't even know. Facebook? How did we meet? <laughs> I don't Facebook. even know. Maybe Naquita uh, Mitchell? I think I it might have been Naquita. We just so had to have been out, a... Shout out Girl 6. Yeah, yeah. Usually, if I see... that movie was the truth. If I see people who have other community organizations on Facebook, I'll add them as a friend and, yeah, you know, sometimes I think reach that's out how to started. them because I don't even remember who's all on my Facebook that has community organizations, but I try to reach out to have yeah. them available as a resource because uh. it's good to partner with other people in the community that are like uh, small organizations like mm -hmm. mine that are, we are in the heart of the community. We're the ones that are reaching the people that the big organizations can't reach, not mm -hmm. knocking the big organizations, but we're right there. We're in it. We live with around these people, around these families that need different things that our organizations provide. So. That's, that's yeah. why I rock with y'all, man. Um, you know, I've seen, you know, both y'all at, you know, basketball after dark at Hopewell High School. Mm -hmm. And, um, Tyson, we gonna bring up the dunk. You know, somebody was trying to show off. Man, oh, man. listen, your yeah, boy yeah, got yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna say hating. They hating on. Nah, he was um. They hating you know, on. Vinsanity out there. They hating on. We out there trying to you know shoot jumpers. He you they, know they throwing on. it down on us or whatnot. Okay. Listen, I still uh, got it a little bit. Yeah, we saw. See, that's all we I need. Just a little. Yeah. Bit. And you let us know that we don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. We, we went out there. Um, you know, Quita told us about it, and you know. It's just a beautiful thing what y'all doing with the kids, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to the to the bad organization, Aquita Mitchell, our brother Gerald Napier, uh, Kevin Johnson, brother Duall, 
um, Tara. Uh, we just had, you know, it's just one of those things where we just trying to create a, a, a wonderful atmosphere in Hopewell, you know what I'm saying, to keep the kids off the streets, you know, um, create partnerships, the office on youth, um, Hopewell Youth Service Commission is backing it, the city is backing it, uh, the Hopewell School Board, I mean, Hopewell uh, Public Schools, they're backing it. So thank, thank, shout out to them for letting us get to high school, which was huge. Um, it's a continual program, so we get to high school for the third Saturday of each month. You know what I'm saying? Good. For the rest of the year. So it's like, you know, we got a few Saturdays for the rest of the year to get the kids off the street. So no doubt. It's, I mean, it's huge. We're coming back. We're coming back. Um, I don't want to show off, you know, so next, I ain't gonna time, next time I may just coach. You know, I don't want to have to drop 30. I'm going to have to catch a couple pictures with that. Well, I mean, I told him, yeah. Yeah, cut the cameras off. There's kids, there's kids out there. I didn't want to, you know, show anybody up. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to build them up. We're trying to build them up. We're the water boy next time. We're going to be the water boy next time. Yeah, high quality H2O, man. Yeah. Uh, we, nice. We definitely appreciate you. We definitely appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for coming through, man. We had a lot of fun. Definitely appreciate you guys, man. And you do. You said you do photography for yeah. that as well? Yeah, yeah, I volunteered to start taking pictures, take pictures for some of that, so I've done that. The night that you came, I happened to have somewhere to go. So yeah, I, I was going to let you know, next time, yeah. just, when I'm out there, don't don't take pictures. We, we don't want, you know, yeah, plus, you know, the kid, they don't want to see that. You know? Man, forget that. Catch me in all my glory. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me midway to my dump. Man, listen. <laughs> out there, Sean Kemp on the yeah, man. Man. Even that, man. Sean Kemp for a little point after and everything. Yeah. So when, when's the next date for that as well? It is July. It's the third Saturday of, of July. So it's July 17th, I believe. July 17th. Yeah, I'm tripping. My phone right here. I didn't want to make no noise, but it's July. My bad. July 20th. July 20th? July 20th. No doubt. From 7.30 to 11.30. All right. Hope so we're high school. Maybe no, no pictures, no Snuff McGee photos, just the kids. Yeah. <laughs> just the kids. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, come on out, man. You know, coach, volunteer. I like playing with them because that's what helps me build a bond with the kids. And you know I, what I'm saying? It, so, we were definitely bonding because it was a lot of trash talk. Not even by me. It was uh, the kids were calling me out. <laughs> yeah, they were, they yeah. Were calling me out, man. They'll do that. And, you know, ego, ego's a bitch, man. It's like, you know, I had to let them know I ain't that old. Man, that pride is a beast, right? Yeah, but afterwards I realized I was... Yeah. That old. <laughs> listen, all it takes is for you to shoot. All, all it takes is for you to shoot one shot, and one of the kids say, "Oh man, you trash." That's all it takes. That's all it takes with me. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, uh, McGee. After that was done, uh, did you have to get in the Epsom salt, or like how did that work? Ah, uh, the hyperbaric chamber. That's uh, what I did. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why are you putting me out there like that? I mean, we're not talking about after the fact. We're talking about on the court, man. Yeah. Ain't no pop, did you? Nah, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't no KD pop. stuff going on. Man. But I'd have, I'd have been like, Clay, I'd have came back out there for two minutes. For two minutes. <laughs> one shot leave. Yeah. Shot um, yeah. Hopewell Youth Service Commission. Tell me about that. Hopewell Youth Service Commission is a newly appointed board through the city. Um, which consists of myself, uh, which consists of about maybe 10 or 11 of us. And we try to plan uh, events that go on throughout the city. Mm -hmm. That's not just sports related. So we're trying to create partnerships with different organizations. So that way we could kill the, the, the language of there's nothing for our kids to do in the city. So we're trying to create different STEM programs, uh, trade, learn about trades, which is huge. 
I'm just trying to create a whole bunch of events and programs for the city. Yeah. So it consists of about 10, 11 of us, uh, uh, Mayor Gore, Jasmine Gore, Nikita Mitchell, Katina Moss, myself, Raja, Everett, Brother Everett. Uh, we got the superintendent of Hopewell on there, uh, Dr. Melody Hackney, uh, Brittany Dulcie. Uh, I'm going to forget some names. Sam Hernandez, uh, Ms. Wallace, Kevin Johnson. Ruth Johnson. Anybody you forgot, just listen. I'm sorry. I'm a, forgive me, man. I'm a part of so much stuff. I didn't say nothing about Blueprint Demand. I'm tripping. Uh, we, we're going to get but, there. We're going to get there. Yeah, she man, she, she yeah. shouted it out. Hey, boy, I, I was forget. like, she's, you know, she's messed my notes up, but it's all good. Yeah, man. Good. <laughs> I'm a part of so much, man. It's crazy. So, with, with the signs, the name of the business is Signs by Tara. Okay, so what type of signs can I get? Uh, metal signs, wood signs, uh, banners, stickers. So I can get vinyl and all that. Yeah, I so do vinyl decals, window lettering. All that after the fact, after the after yeah. the Snuff McGee background. Okay. I, found out. <laughs> I also do some uh, website design and things like that. Okay. So, so yeah. I mean, what you said it was your father's business before? Yeah, it was my father's business, and he actually got sick, so I had to take over a business that I had not been running, but I had been around it all my life, so I knew how to make the signs. Um, it, he died three weeks later, so I had oh, a lot sorry, to man. learn in a very short period of time, and it was not easy because I had to learn how to charge appropriately. I mean, there was just so much stuff I had to learn on my own and didn't really have any guidance because he was gone, so and I had a four-month-old at the time, so yeah, it took a lot of effort to keep that going and <laughs> to make it get to where it is today, which mm -hmm. is still a micro-small business, but it's still here, so, yeah. And that, that business is out of Hopewell as well? Mm-hmm. All right. So if they wanted to contact you, how would, how would they contact you? Um, my number is 804-926-8101, and then our Facebook page is Facebook backslash Signs by Tara. So. Okay, okay. Getting back to the uh, Blueprints Manhood, you know, somebody mentioned it earlier. I'm not Man, name, I forgot. Not naming names. <laughs> I was too busy talking about my donkey. <laughs> somebody having a flashback. Well, fill, fill us in. Fill us in on it, man. <laughs> I'm the founder and program director for a men mentor, uh, a, men, uh, a mentorship program for young men called Blueprint to Manhood. Uh, it's free uh, for young men ages 7 to 17. Um, just... Um, pretty much just teaching life skills, providing mentorships, uh, brotherhoods, just, just being a support system. You know what I'm saying? Trying to, you know, we have different events, different sessions. We talk about, you know, how to how to treat each other, etiquette, how to groom, how to tie a tie. We knock out all of that as far as, like, walking, walk, pretty much walking with them through their journey towards manhood, mm -hmm. pretty much. Anything that has something to do with How long manhood. have you been doing this now? Man, we start, started that in 2016, like towards the end of 2016, I think. That's three years. <laughs> I'm, keep, I'm keeping up. Yeah, I want to say it's the end of 2016. So, I appreciate y'all stopping by, man. Um, like I said, I respect what both of y'all are doing. That's why I reached out, and um, like I said, I saw you at the basketball after dark, and I saw you t um briefly. I know you you had stopped by as well. Yeah. And I wanted to get you all on the show, and just talk about what you're doing for the community, man. Um, there's not enough people talking about the people who are doing for the community. It's not to talk about, you know, what's what's bad in the city. Mm -hmm. 
you know, the Tri-City area, but it's actually people out there who are actually doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got caught up in the whole election race, you know, last few weeks. And, I mean, we're going to see what they're going to do. I mean, I don't know right now. All I see is, you know, signs and a lot of promises, man. Mm-hmm. But they need to reach out to the people who are really doing, you know, shit in the community. You know? I agree. I agree with that, too. I agree. Oh, yeah. It's facts. We're going we're gonna to jump in um, Irrelevance in the Dungeon, man. So we had we had a crazy we had a crazy week going on, man. Uh, Tyler Perry. Did anybody watch the BET Awards? Yeah, hey, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. So uh, did you see the Tyler speech? Probably one of the best speeches I've I seen. I enjoyed it in a while. I think uh, you're a big Tyler fan, right? Nah, you he look like a, <laughs> he look like a Tyler Perry fan, nah, man. No, dude, that's like so wrong, brother. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't mean I didn't mean so to call you out. I, I didn't mean to call you out. <laughs> like, but it, it was some real stuff, man. He was like, you know, if you want to spar it about that, my speech. I don't, how, I don't how people? Yeah. I didn't even see you didn't see it either. No, I didn't see it. Pretty much paraphrased. He said, you know, God will prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And how people are um, with the whole Hollywood thing. And you all can agree with that. How You remember, um, what was it, two years ago when it was like um, the Oscars were so white or whatever and they mm-hmm. wanted more minorities in and all that. He was pretty much saying, look, while y'all waiting to get to the table, I'm building my own table. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he said in Atlanta, he built the um, studio near one of the poor neighborhoods so kids could see how he was doing the damn thing, you know, to inspire people or whatever. And... I thought I thought it was a pretty dope speech, man. Pretty much, you know, build your own one of the best one of the best speech I heard in, in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's Tyler, Tyler's that dude, man. And um, you know, Archer talked about it. What was it last week? You know, yeah. How pretty much Atlanta, Georgia's on the map, mm-hmm. and he, he's a big reason why. With you know, with the whole Hollywood thing. Also, Mary J. Blige, she um. Yeah, I don't know. So y'all was, so y'all. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. So you didn't watch it at all. If if no, if um, <laughs> if she was the only performance on that show that night, I, I wouldn't have been mad. Pretty much, man. They gave, listen, they gave her like a lifetime achievement award or whatever. Well deserved. And then after the fact, she did damn near a twenty minute set, and well she pretty deserved. much let, put everybody on notice that she controlled the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. She she pretty much let it little kid yeah. came out. Not only did she control the nineties, she let them know on um, I could come back. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. controlled, yeah, she controlled, yeah, she controlled, in my opinion, a lot of stuff. I think she doesn't get her proper credit, in my opinion. She's up there. Definitely in my top three, as far as, like, female, artist-wise, like, Whitney, Janet, I'm going to say that. By y'all seeing that performance, how, did it change y'all way of how y'all write these, um, like, the legends now? No, nah, it ain't changed mine. She was already up there. Already I, up there. I, I would she say to a certain there. extent it did, because, you know, sometimes... You, you take people for granted. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, she hit after hit after hit. It's kind of like, you know, with the R. Kelly joint. You know, mm-hmm. he, there's a lot of controversy with the man, but you go to them hits and it's like, yeah. damn, yeah. it counts. Yeah. Got, yeah. His greatest hits are like five out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and some of the songs, you know, she ain't seen some of her, uh, she left those some of the songs too. Well, yeah. Hits, you know, so she lost off a whole gang or something. But it was, you know, it was dope how Lil' Kim came out and, um. She looked human, didn't she? Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she had the energy, man. She had the energy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Lil' Kim. Yeah, I had to do a, uh, a APB, uh, 
child on Shorty, man. <laughs> but she she looked Kim esque. She was oh, close to the yeah, yeah, Kim like. Yeah. Oh good. Almost hardcore shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then meth meth came out. Yeah. And you know you know the ladies are going crazy over meth, man. But it was like um he did the all I need. Yeah, I was hype on that. But it looked, it looked like they looked the same from back in the day. Right. The old mm-hmm. video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I like to call the Highlander jeans, you know, like the Highlander status, you know, because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fucking crazy. You know, um, this is um, Relevance in the Dungeon, so I'll bring it up. You know, I've been listening to, um, you remember the Highlander theme song? Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Princess of the Universe? Yeah. Yeah, if you got Apple Music or whatever, man, download that song. Oh, yeah. Play it at high volume. Princess of the Universe? Princess of the Universe, man. And then listen to the lyrics. Yeah, Freddie yeah, Mercury, yeah. he's got some lyrics, man. Absolutely. Now, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I had no idea, man. What um? So what else was? What else happened on the BET thing? I don't really didn't pay attention to anything else. I would be honest. Jay Blige and Tyler Perry speech pretty much. Yeah. So Cardi did I? You know, it was, did that. I ain't gonna lie, man. It was shockingly better than what I thought it was for for me personally. It was. Just, it just depends on like what you was looking at. Cardi opening up the show. I thought it was. I thought that was pretty dope. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna lie. That performance. It was like you could pick and choose. Then it was somebody mom gave a speech about something about before you were you Africans, his, but before was that Nipsey's uh, mom? Nah, nah. No, this was, was way uh, before. You know what I'm talking about? Lady, yeah, 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 the African about. lady. I think it's someone there, or something. Yeah, like that. she yeah. accepted the war for him, and she was like, "I think if he was here, he would say something like, before you were brought here, you were Africans first, or something mm-hmm. like that.'" So that was a pretty dope line. Um, for Mary, for me, Mary J. Blige, everything from her on down was like kind of, kind of dope. I yeah. thought. Then when I the little the host the, did pretty good too. Little, yeah, Regina, me. Regina was yeah, Regina Hall. I'm, I'm a big Regina fan. Yeah, she and yeah. she's Asian. Well, she made it her show, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when she hosted it, she made it fit who she was. Like, so it was, it was natural, you know what I'm saying? But I thought, I thought it wasn't that bad, to be honest. It just good. depends on like, she yeah, she did. I went on Dave Chappelle to host it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And for the people who haven't seen it, you know BET's gonna play it like seventy times. It's probably one now. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna play it seventy more times. Story so. on that. Yeah, don't feel bad. So, hey man, so do you think this is terrible? Cause I don't forgot the brother name, but the the brother that had the crazy speech with the BET Awards maybe a couple years back, uh, the pretty light skinned dude that did like the the speech that was oh, breaking okay, down like all the. Politics. You talking about Jesse? Oh, he's doing, he's doing Jesse Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think do you think Tyler's speech was better than than that brother's? I I, I can't. I'm not going to compare the two. I'm going to say Tyler's speech was necessary now, just like Jesse's said, speech was yeah. then. True. You know what I mean? Because it was, was like, very political. That was very political. Because yeah, I was like about that. to compare. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to lie. But you know what? No, you're right. I agree with him 100. Yeah. percent so, but if you force me to compare, you, though. You want me and you want a real answer? That was, that was kind of political. <laughs> to I be can't. honest, I, I kind of, I, I don't, Jesse's joint, I can't remember the whole thing. Like, Tyler's is real fresh right now. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. No, that's understandable. Yeah. Well, e- either way, it sounds like those, like, both of those were, like, those, I guess, monumental-type 
parts of the award show. So nah, it's all good. That's what's up. Now, if if Tyler did that speech dressed as Medea, would it would it resonate? <laughs> would it, would it be as dope? <laughs> Even though I, I love the speech, I heard Medea come out his voice. Yeah. 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 I tell you, his people, voice go People say that shit, but when you watch the plays, and you know, like Medea, she'll get deep or whatnot. Yeah. Yo, Tyler, I'm gonna say Tyler, but Medea, whoever, they be saying yeah. some real some real shit, man. When they be doing that part or whatever, so yeah, could do that in the suit too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. Character so huge, man. Are you, are you a Tyler fan? You rather quiet? Yeah, I just because don't, I don't watch a whole lot of TV. No. A whole lot of BET or a whole lot of TV? TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a movie buff. I don't watch a whole lot of. Um, That's true. Yeah, but movie buff. Okay, think, so look, I'm yeah. a big mm-hmm. movie buff. So I know. Give me a movie. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I've watched Uh-oh. everything that's out up to now, but I don't like horror movies. Yeah, I don't like scary stuff. And I had no interest in seeing Tyler Perry's last movie because it just seemed like some of the movies were not as good as they used to be. So you're not a Boo so. fan? Did you watch Boo too? Oh, no, I didn't no, like saying Boo too. I, I think I, I did. I don't even remember. I yeah, I did watch, watch Boo too. The first one, I don't know. It was just. But you just remember Boo too. It's something about Boo too. It just yeah. ran. Yeah. Like yeah. yo. Boo too. Yeah, my kids yeah, just, love. Oh, are you gonna blame it on the kids? <laughs> no, they love it. They love it. They do. My uh, son with Down syndrome, he's always repeating. He scripts, so he everything he sees in a movie, mm-hmm. he will repeat. And he messed around and found Next Friday on... Uh, <laughs> oh, first of all, how, no, did he find it or were you watching no, Next Friday? No, yeah. he goes in Netflix. I don't even watch... My kids use the Netflix. I don't, but he <laughs> is... He can maneuver through electronics just fine. So yeah. he goes and finds, like, Jason and Freddy movies. So I have to oh, watch what oh. he's watching. Hey, and he I knows how to switch from my account to a different one. You need to bring him <laughs> yeah, over here. watch all he night. Really, he, <laughs> loves, he loves the Tyler Perry movies. But mm-hmm. he likes Boo too, yeah. So what, what are your movies then, since you... Uh, I like action movies and comedy. Those are probably my favorite. All right, give me a give me a top three, right now. Uh, Put on the spot. Yeah, she she said a movie buff. Oh, she said movie buff. Was, uh, she, she said she was a uh, girls' night out. Tiffany Haddish. Was that what it was called? Girls' hold, night hold, out. Hold, 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 no. Pause. Wait. Your favorite movie? You mean of this year or all time? I girl think trip. my comedy girl no is girl that what it's trip. called girl yeah I don't know why I called it that was girl, girl trip that, yeah. <laughs> Tiffany, Haddish, <laughs> Tiffany um, Haddish yeah that was probably it my favorite movie night, I think that was really my favorite night. it was funny I don't like I'll watch a movie one time and then I don't want to watch it again that particular movie I could probably watch multiple times it was just funny the whole bracelet thing I ain't gonna go into oh, all so that she, you had to bring that part up <laughs> I mean I say nothing I about bracelet but it was hilarious you gotta admit that was hilarious that was the funniest part of the whole movie <laughs> I think, I think the funniest. I think the funniest part is when um when Tiffany was cussing everybody out when they when they had the falling out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When she was like, "Yo, dirty ass." Yeah, yeah. That, that was the funniest part to me. But yeah. that's that's your top movie. Also? No. Yeah, that is. All time. I mean, we had top three, so you I, got you got two more. Oh gosh. Wow. The movie buff. Mm-hmm. A lot of the I movie. like so many movies. Oh no, uh, no, no. Everybody has a top three. Everybody has a top three. And it can't be within the last five years because no, we're, we're adults. We can't say <laughs> <laughs> within the five years there's been classics. I no, I can't say that. Tango and Cash. Yeah, yes, here we go. No. Hey man, that was a good oh, movie. Oh, 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 oh. Um, that was alright, but I like Rocky. 
Hey, hey, girl. Show her the door, please. <laughs> 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 well, we, we, we're not going to disentangle cats. I like that. Like, and I'm not dissing it. I just... I, Get the sons of bitches. Just pull it up on Netflix just for shits and giggles, man. Yo, that's a classic. Yeah. That was a, that was yeah, a good movie. Yeah, I'm going to have to go watch it now. Boobar. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know about yeah. it. Like, Boobar. These fuckers had me watching. What? Y'all ready for this one? Stay tuned. Wow, yo, stay tuned. That's a classic. I, I know you heard of that. Yeah, I probably seen it, but I don't. It's been a while. When did when did it come out? Like Early, 90, 92. 93. I don't remember with, uh, back then. John Ritter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like John 93. Ritter, company. Mm-hmm. Papa no. Child. Papa Child Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Well, show the problem. I, gotta look it up. I know. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. We're going to pour your movie What was it, like three or four of them? Yeah, I, I just watched Like, literally, I watch movies all the time. Like, I'm constantly. Have y'all seen the trailer for um, for Hobbs and Shaw? We yeah, I see. We, I see. Yo, we were talking about that. Yo, but I seen another yeah, trailer man. today. I'm checking it out. That shit, it, look, it looks dope, yo. I'm telling you, man, it, look, it looks man, good. I, can, I can't get jiggy with it. I can't get jiggy with the last five Fast and Furious movies. That's but what this, I'm saying. This, yeah. this movie looks good. So you fall in for the fucking... Rock holding on. What is it? Fucking like 18 wheeler shit. And then there's another fucking giant yeah, ass. Oh, I know what you're talking he's about. Like, yeah, I want to see that. But I mean, it's like the Rock and, um, what's my man? Statham. Yeah, Statham against yeah, Stringer, Stringer Bell. I mean, come on, man. I mean, look, I, I, I will watch it when it's available for downloading or whatever it is. Like, I'm not, I would never go and pay for that. But I'll watch it and make fun of it. First of all, you found like, you know, you, you just shitting on me right there. <laughs> I, it, it looks pretty good. I mean, I don't see anything else coming out, you know, besides, you know, what, Marvel with Spider-Man is about to drop. Man, yeah. that, that Lion King came about to be true. Ah, uh, nah. I was yeah. I mean. The Lion King, man. Hey, real talk, I wasn't a big Lion King fan. Come on, man. I, I wasn't. Can I, can I say that's the best movie Disney ever made? I don't uh, think it. I don't on, know. Come on, I, come on now. I don't know, man. I'll come on now. Disney's done had some bangers. So you pin Lion King over? Um... Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And now I gotta think, you know, because Disney goes far back. I mean, to me, to me, Jungle Book is better. I wrote my first. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote my first good. poem off of Lion King to a girl when Mufasa was talking to uh some <laughs> to the clouds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was big. I mean, I was bigger on Aladdin than I was Lion King. Nah, I, I rock with Little Mermaid. No doubt, I, I give yeah, you that. I rock with Little Mermaid. I, 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 got, I got Beauty and the Beast yeah. before that. Yeah. yeah. So, movie buff. I guess these are movies you haven't seen either. No, I've seen those. Of course, I have kids. Oh, I tried, I there did, we I go. Hate, always I hate, kids. I hate, I hate cartoons. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Jungle Book. Hold on, you hate cartoons. I do. I know that's terrible. Mm. So, what did you do when you got home from school? <laughs> My mom what? made me clean the house. Hold on. I no Doc like, Wing Duck? No. No bonkers? No goo troop? Bonkers, goo troop? No no duck Yeah, no, 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 I'm joking. No, uh, it was more like Transformers and Care Bears and uh, okay, I get what's that. the Rainbow uh, Bright or something? I'm 42, so I don't know. Okay. Shout out okay. to uh, yeah. Care Bears. Yeah, yeah I know. Shout out to Care Bears. What about the Gummy Bears? Y'all remember that, Jane? Oh, yeah. Gummy Bear Juice? No. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, Shira. When you, 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 you were sweeping the floor when they mm-hmm. came on? That's what Probably. I Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Shira. Man, shout out to Rugrats. Smurfs. Oh, yeah. Smurfs. Smurfs, Smurfs yeah. and Rugrats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, y'all. Yes. I wasn't. Y'all remember the yeah. Garbage Pail Kids? They were disgusting. Absolutely. Yeah. You remember that? How old are you? I'm, uh, now I'm 37. Yeah, I remember all, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember all that stuff, man. Yeah, they didn't last kids. long. The best the best cartoons yeah. didn't last long. Do y'all remember um yeah this is true irrelevance, but um cops. Bulletproof. Bowser and Blitz. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Cops, cops was the shit. Brave Star was the shit. That's another one, yeah. Um it's, it was a we watched so many cartoons. I mean, Rambo had a cartoon. I don't yep. know if y'all remember that. Absolutely. I remember yeah. Rambo. Yeah. James Bond Jr. What yep. was what was the cartoon Yogi name Bond. with uh well, I think it was like Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky. Pro, Pro Star. Pro Star. That's it. Pro yeah. Star. That one was all right. I think you were probably um, doing laundry. Probably. Take clothes up on the Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, Yogi man. Bear. I used to be mad I missed my little Save by the Bell. <laughs> I like Save by the Bell, man. Yeah, I did. Hey, remember that? They, they used to be all long. Remember that? Yeah. The so Bell go mm-hmm. <laughs> Save by the Bell, man. I just remember. I did save- like J.J. On the other show. Was this Good time. Yeah. Man. How'd he go from Save by the Bell? Yeah, that was the point. That was the point. Skip 227. Yeah. He's doing the Saturday morning joints. She is skip 227. It's like Florida. We talk about family ties and she brings up um what's happening. My dad used to make me watch MASH with him all the time. Oh, no, that was time for being That shit came that theme song put you that was, that was a bad yeah. that was a bad song like when that when City Hall show he's go yeah. out the match come on yeah <laughs> yeah it was yeah. time for bed mm. yo changing it up man um you know we talked about LeVar Ball last week mm. with the situation with um Molly Tyson what's her last name uh Kieran. yeah Have y- y'all familiar with that yeah, yeah just unfortunately yeah. um alright so you know as a woman we'll ask you so the situation that went down was he had a, um he was getting into it with a couple of the other analysts or whatever and Molly is like the moderator and she asked Lavar um you know let let's switch gears a bit and he was like oh that's cool yeah you can switch gears with me anytime now would you take that the wrong way uh mm, yeah. Probably, maybe I don't know. It depends on the whole body language that was going on at the time, I guess. To me, it didn't seem like he was even paying her no mind. You know, it was like it wasn't Wait, like. So did she say that? So she took that what he said and just turned it into something. Well, which serious af- after or? after he said she uh, he said that she was like whoa 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 let's let's stay focused or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why even pay attention to it? Why not just ignore it and keep moving? Seemed like she added more to it after mm-hmm. he said it, but I don't. I don't think he meant it. He he meant no malice behind it. The reason I bring it up is this week Jalen Rose actually um, clapped back. You know, we actually finally heard from him, and he he didn't know he didn't do it on ESPN. He did it on um, IG Live, like he's you know twenty two or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but he he got on IG Live and he was saying that you know that you know he's rocking with his wife. Pretty much what he's supposed to do. But Pretty was, much. The people who were, you know, who were chiming in talking about it, he was calling them like fools and and idiots, and you know, it was, to me, it was kind of unprofessional for him being, you know, working for ESPN or whatnot. Yeah. And he said that he's reached out to Lavar numerous times, but you know, they're playing phone tag or whatnot. You, I, you, gotta, I, 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 I slightly believe I that. I don't believe that because Lavar don't back down for nobody. So I mean, 
Never lost. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that. Um, <laughs> you're not gonna win that argument. You're not gonna win that argument, man. Yeah. Ask Levar, like, how you feel about being for ESPN? Damn, I don't work for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it makes no difference. I, I, I think she. I mean, I think she was out of line with it. I don't think it was no malice behind it, but you know, with Jalen, I mean, you gotta rock with your wife. You can't go in there like, yeah, you know, she was tripping. Exactly. Like, how would you, like, if you think somebody was out of pocket with you and you went home and your man was like, hey, baby, man, you look, you wrong for that. Now, how would you react? Uh, me? I want my man to tell me if I'm wrong, so, like. But if you felt <laughs> like, if you felt like you weren't wrong, though. Uh, depending on the situation, I'd still want his support. But. In all his opinion. I'm a little different, mm. so I don't know. I, I wouldn't mean. want to be out there making a fool of myself and my man not telling me you wrong. That's like a that's like, like a closed door. Yeah, that's like closed doors. The truth. Yeah. yeah. So okay. even if he checks you like behind closed doors in public, he still got to be like, you know, I'm rocking with my wife. Yeah. yeah, or just not say shit. Just stand right there. But the fact they both they both <laughs> yeah. work they both work for ESPN, so it's kind of yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, one of those issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my thing with Jalen um, because I, I feel like, you know, he, he talks a lot about players, and then the whole thing with Chris Webber. You know, with Michigan, they say he took money in college, and mm-hmm. you know Jalen continues to talk about it, and I, I didn't think that was necessary. Mm-hmm. Oh, like he talked about Grant Hill. Oh, with the whole Duke thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, yeah. he found yeah. Grant yeah. because yeah. you know Jalen, he came from you know. But you don't think he's a hypocrite though, because you remember the episode when this one with Skip was still on ESPN when they had to follow on there how Stephen A. and Skip be talking about players, mm-hmm. and then um, Jalen Rose be like, it's, "It's a certain way how you're supposed to do it." You know what I'm saying? But then he turned around. He, to me, he turned around and does the same thing, though. Yeah, I seen this week when uh, some some went down with Boogie Cousins. I don't know if it was about the whole New York thing or whatever, but Jalen tweeted that. Please Boogie, don't come, Boogie. Please yeah, but he was come. like, Boogie's, Boogie's in his feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, ain't you coming for Boogie with that? Mm-hmm. And Boogie's like probably like the wrong guy to say that to because Boogie, he, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. come back and, and say something to you, man. Yeah. So, you're not a, you're not a Boogie? You're a Knicks fan? I'm a Knicks fan, unfortunately. Wow. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting Boogie. I'm just saying, like, we have a habit of overpaying people. So if he actually comes, we're gonna overpay him. That's that's just because it looks like we're not gonna get anybody. You got a lot of money. Might as well give it to him. No, we did that with Amari Stoudemire a few years ago. Gave that man a hundred million dollars for five years. Now I wanted y'all to get Zion. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted him to go to New York. I, I really did. I wanted Ja. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wanted Ja Morant. <laughs> I think Zion sound, is still. It sounds like the video. Like, yeah. where's Ja? <laughs> yeah, I want yeah, I want I want a job, man. I think that. I think that both of them are. You know what I'm saying? Um, can, we, can we get a where's Ja Tyson? Uh, where's Ja? Clarence <laughs> <Clarence> Williams. <laughs> Shout out Clarence. Now, I mean, Ja Ja's nice, man. But Zion is built for New York City, man. Is he? Yeah, I think so. That's a New built. York. That's New York all day, man. I don't know. Man. That's like Patrick I'm, Ewing. But I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out like where would he fit as far as I'm still trying to figure out Zion's position, because I think with him he's definitely a good player, definitely not taking away from him. But free throw shooting, nah, we're gonna need you to make those. What's free his throws. percentage in, uh, at Duke? Nah, it wasn't good because him or RJ Bird could shoot free throws. That's why they lost at um, Michigan State. Remember RJ Bird missed that clutch free throw. They can't shoot free throws. Neither of them can either shoot. They can't shoot free throws, and they can't shoot, period. So it's like... I mean, LeBron can't shoot free throws, but, but he's a goat. But LeBron can shoot threes. 
LeBron can shoot mid range. Zion, Zion was, was shooting. Was I was playing. Playing. He take a shot. Yeah, oh, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we, but no, Zion is a difference maker. I mean, the man can pass. He could probably jump 14 feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he dude, can, he man. has the skills. He's 18. He's going to get better with the free throws. I mean, if, if that's his knock, and he can't shoot free throws compared to everything that he does, he do, can't shoot. He was shooting. He was shooting threes. He was shooting threes at Duke. Them set, them set shot jumpers he's doing in college is totally different in the league. Yo, if he jumped, he jumped at fourteen feet. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he jumped. He jumped too high. He jumped too high to shoot threes, man. What blind was Zion like? Six seven. Anybody blocking him, though? Only dude. He's six seven though. But only dude. Like, who, only person that gave him problems was what's the guy? What was it? Florida State. The guy was like seven six or whatnot. Mm-hmm. What happens when Zion is going to play against guys who are the same or bigger than him? Ain't nobody, anybody the same size as Zion. In the league? He's probably one of the biggest, top three biggest dudes right now. Mm-hmm. 280. Now, I do, he does need to lose weight, though, because I don't think, you know, the his body's going to hold up. Support that, yeah. Uh, but he lose weight, then he jump at 15 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know I want saying? him to succeed, that though. That sound like Shannon like Skill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Skill. Yeah. I think he's going to gonna be all right, though. I definitely think he's going to do good. I just wanted Jock because I just think Jock got an overall better game. Like, as far as overall. He's nice. I, I like him. He, he is but nice. Definitely want to see Y'all got RJ. RJ's going to be good, man. It seems like he's he's made for big time, too. So, we'll see with that. Man, I was hoping we trade that big. Need I'm not really sold on RJ yet. You need to trade your owner. That's what y'all need to do. Definitely. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with biggest problem. Dolan. Yeah, Dolan, 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 is, Dolan is a problem. But I think that – I think RJ is good. I want him to be good, obviously, as a Knicks fan. But I think that I want – when Zion got hurt, like, I felt like RJ should have carried the team, and he didn't. So I'm like, man, like, it was your time to just was, legit I, carry my, the team, and he didn't do it. My, to play devil's advocate with that, I mean, they were freshmen. Oh, man, the devil don't need no advocates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was, he was a freshman, man. But that's what I'm saying. But you knew, but they pretty much knew it was going to be one and done. Well, it was talk, no surprise. Well, so we're going to talk that shit, though, I mean. So when when Clay and KD went down, Steph was supposed to carry the boys, right? Nah. Did you thought he was gonna do that? Nah, cause nah. Steph ain't clutch. That's different. That's different. I give you that. He's, he's not, not he, as clutch. He's as not he clutch. Could. But I'm, it's, it's different. Did, did you watch the finals? I'm sorry. Or what you were mopping or whatnot. <laughs> 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 I oh no, the, you know the, the views by Snuff McGee do not represent Snuff McGee. I'm not saying that females should be mopping the floor while basketball games are on. I'm pretty much saying that you know with the cartoons they were you were busy cleaning. So now when the TV comes on, do you just get to cleaning? Just four kids that probably yeah. Okay, so what what the age range? Uh, 14, 13, 9, and six. Three boys and one girl. The girl is thirteen. Okay. My oldest is already like six foot, so oh. <laughs> So are they like overprotective of their sister? Uh, I think she's overprotective of them. So <laughs> she's the more assertive, dominant personality. So yeah. And who? How old is the one at six foot? How old is he? He just turned fourteen, okay. and she's five eight, probably taller than that. She just turned thirteen, so mm. her baby's just gonna be tall. Is he? He playing? You got him? He doing sports? Or? Yeah, football. Okay. He'll be playing for Hopewell High next year, so he started conditioning over the summer. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Six foot, huh? Yeah. Does he, is he feeling himself yet now that he's six foot, you know, being taller than everybody or whatnot? Nice. Now you got to talk to him a little extra now. Well, it's weird trying to correct him now because I'm not looking down. I'm looking up now, but I told him I still whipped that ass. So. so do you have to get tougher now because he's taller, like, you know, 
all that or whatnot? Or not really. He doesn't give you too much trouble. Nah, no. I think he talks shit under his breath sometimes, but yeah. Yeah, he's so tall, you probably can't hear him. <laughs> yeah, right. What's going on right. <laughs> and no girls yet. The second one's a girl. No, I'm saying girls. Him, no girls. Oh, he has he has a girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, and I'm so proud of him. He's so sweet. He want every time I turn around, he want to take her somewhere, buy her flowers, and yeah. Oh, you better stop that shit. He trying to use my money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's being a gentleman. Yeah, yeah he is very thoughtful and very sweet, so I'm very glad. He's a gentleman. He walks her to her door. He opens her door for her. He tells her she's beautiful, and it, she tells him it makes him uncomfortable. It makes her uncomfortable, but I'm told him keep doing. It. Yeah, always. Oh, he's got to live up to a standard whether the girl wants that or not. He's supposed to treat her. It's, it's uncomfortable for her because probably oh, all the other girl. girls aren't getting that special treatment. Yeah. but she needs to appreciate that. Yeah, I think she will in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Self love, man. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Show you that don't that don't like compliments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's about? What's yeah. <laughs> 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 your nails look pretty today? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like, damn, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah. They responded that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> that's that's the crazy part, man. You know, speaking, you know, we was talking about schools earlier, man. And you say with your program, how you know you're teaching kids about you know life or whatnot. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about schools? You know, when we went to school, they didn't really talk about um, credit mm-hmm. or or managing your money mm-hmm. or even with um, they took home economics out of school. Now that y'all are going to year-round schools, are they going to try to implement that more or not? Um, I don't know. I think I would hope that's the focus. I think they're trying to move oh, yeah. more towards doing um, tactile learning. So, oh, sorry. I think they're trying to uh, move more towards doing tactile learning. So they're doing more hands-on activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but. I don't know. I feel like there's only so much the school system can do. Really, a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. you got to teach at home. You got to instill certain things in in your children. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get that, but yeah, let's let's be realistic. A mm-hmm. lot, a lot of, a lot of them aren't getting it at home. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. Believe me, I'm well aware of that. So mm-hmm. they but end up at my house. Some of them that ain't getting it at home. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a tricky situation. Yeah. Because it's like. You know, being a being a teacher, well, obviously I'm not a teacher, but like trying to like speaking for some of the teachers, man. Sometimes it's hard, man. You got 30 yeah. kids in your room, you got a few kids over here, they acting up. You trying mm-hmm. to teach the rest of them, you spending the majority of your time trying to calm the class down. Then before you try to get the, once you finally get the class settled down, now it's time for them to go mm-hmm. or whatever. So I mean, for some of them, is you know, building partnerships with the parents. And the teachers is huge. Yep. That's why like, you going. got it's kids, like, man. Like you yeah. gotta be active in your teacher in your kids' lives like hard. When we were kids, you know, it was like, you know, we didn't fear the teachers, we feared our parents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. you get a lot of times now when they do act up like that and then the parents come to the school, they're questioning the teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, well what did you do? Why mm-hmm. why is this? Why is that? Yeah. You know, it's it start it starts at home and it's like you said, they they have to build that together. Mm-hmm. But I mean I do believe that, you know, when is the year round? Does that start next year? The 2020, right? Yeah, I think it's starting this year. I think it's good they're doing year-round And there's a lot of people complaining about that. A lot of people are complaining because they haven't really researched, 
like exactly yeah. what it means. Like they they just hear year round school, and some people think, oh man, my kids going to school every day, no break. That's not what it is. Yeah, they do get breaks. Yeah, they do get breaks. You're getting the same amount of breaks. It's just split up differently. Mm-hmm. So you're not adding anything or t- like it's just it's the same amount of breaks. You know what I'm saying? But it's just at different times. So instead of you being off in the summer for two almost three months, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's it's just broken up differently because that summer slide is a beast. Once you get out of school in, what, June, you come back in September. You done forgot everything you learned the year mm-hmm. before because you'd have been off of school for two and a half, three months. All right. That's, That's why so. it's really good for kids with special needs because mm-hmm. they need uh, repetition. It, mm-hmm. Like my son with Down syndrome, he needs repetition. Um, mm-hmm. So for him to be in school longer, like throughout the whole year with l- shorter breaks, mm-hmm. he's able mm-hmm. to retain the information better. So... And it's even for typical kids. Some of them, mm-hmm. everybody learns differently. So, so that, what school is he at um, now, Kim? Um, Harry E. James. Harry E. James. Yeah. Okay, okay. And the way it took us a while to get his IEP and everything he needed set up just perfect. And now that we have that set up, I do not even want to leave away from that school. I don't want to take them out of that school because it's just... You just don't know what we went through. Like, and parents who have IEPs know they have to fight to get the, what they need for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's even got um, an aide that works with him one-on-one, and his name's Mr. Jordan, and Mr. Jordan treats, treats Elijah like like he's his father. Like, he is with him all the time. He's right there. He's really great with Elijah, so, yeah. Now, with, with the split up now, you're saying it's, it's six weeks in the summer. How does the rest of the year break break down? Yeah, it's, it's like, like two weeks it's, I forgot the exact count. It was just my phone. But it's not a long, it's not a long, like, the breaks, it's like a long, it just eliminates the actual long break in the summertime. So it's like you might have, for Christmas break, you might have, I think it's like two weeks or something, then you come back, and then it's like another, you come back, then it's like a, a month or something yeah, later, every, like it's another. I thought it was every three months and something then like two that. weeks or something, yeah. But so. yeah, I, I forgot because it's not in my phone right now, but I just took a, a picture of it. But it's just the same amount of breaks. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes. It's just position at different times. That's all it is. That's like if somebody tell you, you work an eight-hour shift, you normally take your lunch break at 12. But then they come to you and say, no, nah, now you got to take your lunch break at 2. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you're still getting the same amount of time lunch lunch break-wise, but it's just instead of it being here, it's now here. So, so what, would it, what was the parents' biggest problem with that? Why, why were they complaining? I think for at least from, from some that I saw, I think some of them, some of them um, just weren't kind of taking the time to be knowledgeable of what it is. You know what I'm saying? First off, as much as I love Hopewell, I love, I love the fact that, you know, we're getting back into education. We're putting education at the forefront. Because mm-hmm. I love Hopewell, but I feel like sometimes we tend to focus a lot on maybe sports. Sports is good, but if these athletes don't got the grades, you know what I'm saying, and they can't retain the information, what point is it? I know guys that had scholarships that came back home just because they didn't want to do an essay paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you got inf- when you got the information in you, you know what I'm saying, you want to hold on to it for as long as you can. So I just like the fact that, you know what I mean, all of our schools are accredited now. At one point, it wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? Our schools at one point was doing horrible. When you look at Hopewell now, it's like the dropout rate is low. Graduation rate is high. That means we got a lot of people, young people, graduating from high school. They're not dropping out. So I think that we're continuing on the up, you know, we're going upward. Now, this was like right before the announcement came with the year-round schools. This wasn't just put into effect. Hope we've been trying to put this in effect for years, uh-huh. like years, but it's just parents 
not paying attention, not going to the school board meetings, not going to PTAs. So when you're not active in your child's life, you miss out on this stuff. So then when a major decision like this happens, oh, no, we don't like it. Mm -hmm. But they presented it 11 years ago. You mean to tell me you was busy for 11 years, but you got time to go to the club? Mm-hmm. Not judging, but I'm just saying, like, where the Real priorities, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't just present this this year. This was on the table for years. It was just, and it's public knowledge. That's the crazy part about it. They like, listen, let's put this fly out, or let's say this, or let's send this information over to kids. They said it. Like, they put it out there. We're going to have a meeting on this. That's, you know, getting to the, with the public knowledge, it's just like um, some of the events that you all hold. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in the community say they haven't heard, they don't know, or or they just they're not looking. How, I how think some for some because I know everybody doesn't operate on social media, so I can't I can't just assume that everybody yeah. that that, that every event that we may throw that everybody knows about it. So, but I just think that as far like some people that we do know, some of them may see it, some of them may not. You know what I'm saying? But I just think that as far as like it has to be a huge community presence. Like, we got to come together and work together. You know what I'm saying? If you're a parent, you should want to know who your teacher, who your child's teacher is and build a relationship with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should want that. You know what I'm saying? So that way, when something comes up with the schools, you know, even if you can't make the meeting, same thing with city council meetings. I don't make every city council meeting that I want to because of work and all that stuff, but it's public information. Mm -hmm. So whatever they talk about, I could just go online, look at the minutes and see what they talked about, see who voted what, see what. So I'm still knowing... What's going on? We get killed because we don't want to read. We don't want to read. So even if you can't attend, still, like, link up with somebody that knows. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, when, when a lot of us move, like, some of us move as a unit. So as far as when we plan events, some people may know, some people don't know. You know what I'm saying? But... Now, is there any pushback? As far as... Like, like y'all are trying to do things or whatever. Is there any pushback from that? Like, from the city or... <laughs> I haven't had any issue. Oh, oh man, right. yeah, I'll, yeah. Listen, man, I just, man, listen. It's it's always pushback. It's it's like I've experienced. Like we we've experienced pushback. I know I have personally been kicked out of city council meetings and all that stuff. But for me, it was like I know when it comes to certain things, man. It's like who you appeal to. I'm a young black dude that speaks with a voice. I come from Hopewell. I come from this neighborhood right here. So when you're trying to spark a certain type of change and you're trying to get people, like, you, you just want to see everybody... Good old boys don't like that. They don't like that. So now it's like, all right, well, we, we panicked. We're glad that you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt him. No, I was going to say, most she places knows. you go yeah. is she a good knows. old boys system. It's, 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 we it's all, a, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, it's yeah. a system. Yeah. So it's like, it's always going to be some type of pushback because what we are trying to accomplish, what we are appealing to. So you know what that representation means, everything. So now you got me when I'm... Or, or people like myself or that are working with us or whatever. Like, you got some people that's like, man, we plan events. You might get participation from this group of people, but if somebody else was planning it, they wouldn't participate with them. Or yeah, vice I, do, versa. I so do see a divide in our area it's, it's because a, I'm going to be honest with you. I've gotten most of my support from the black community. So, and that's honestly, that's been all my life mm-hmm. because I've been... Um, integrated into the black community most of my life even though my parents were white we weren't originally from here um your parents were white i'm just what i'm saying is growing up i was in a lot of black homes it's like i got a black mama named bianca 
Thomas. She has Women of Blaze. I got to give her a shout out. But um, yeah, but I've I've seen with my organization that I've gotten a lot of support from um, black the black community, black organizations, and things like black run organizations and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, uh, and that's been most of the time. Uh, so I don't want to say too much, but yeah. Yeah, Racism is alive and well. Yeah, it, it definitely oh, is. It's just, it's Race, racism is. I, I mean, yeah, we, it's, it's like I already know that. I, I expect a pushback from that. Yeah. Real mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. But sometimes we get pushback from from each other, man. And I'm gonna be real oh, with yeah, it. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna speak on it. And I don't, I don't like that shit. That's why I, I, I rock with certain people because I know it's genuine. Mm-hmm. I know when I talk to y'all, um, girl six. You know, Miss Jessica, uh, Miss Daphne, <laughs> and all of them. I know, I know that it's, it's genuine. You know that y'all are doing for the community, mm-hmm. and you're doing it out of love, man. Some people are doing it for um, greed or, or for the clout. Since mm-hmm. we talked about Cardi and Offset, uh, yeah, that's another reason why y'all have got so much pushback because they can't let y'all be the ones shine. At, yeah. yeah, they can't well, let you shine. They gotta shine. be the ones to say we did. Uh, they didn't do it. We did. Why would you can't shine together? Especially if it's for one cause, one city. Man, they don't, man, we don't get paid for nothing we do. We don't want to shine. We just want kids to get educated. We want families, Mm -hmm. we want families to heal properly. We want to move as a culture. We got a lot of brokenness in our city, man. So trying to restore it, you know what I mean, and Mm -hmm. just get people to thinking on the right path, that's what we want. But see, when you do that, you uplifting people. Yeah. So now it's like, yo, you used to manipulate me. Now you can't because I'm up now. Yeah. So that's all it is. That's why it's like, oh, no, nah, we can't this group. Right? Man, I'd have had people sabotage events. I, like, had it. Like, <laughs> had an event. I ain't going to lie. We had an event, right? And then this, what's the name of this segment called? The ir- the my bad, the irrelevant. So this might be irrelevant, but I'm gonna oh, say it anyway. Pause, pause for a second. Come on, my show. <laughs> <laughs> my, my show. Sorry, like, like, real so we had. We about to get some pushback right now. <laughs> so no, it was like we did a um, we did an event like a few years ago, and we was doing like a back to school drive. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But we wanted to do a twist. Instead of doing like a back to school drive, let's do like a back to school book drive where we got people that donate books. And we just going to have an event at a certain section where we just going to give out books to kids, encourage them to read. Because during that time, our, our schools weren't doing too good, especially reading-wise. So we like, we're not going to take the, we're not going to go the same route other places go. Like, they trying to do book bags and all that stuff, which is cool. We just going to do something different. So we go out there to the venue to set up. And they knew about it because we had to go through the city to get, you know what I'm saying, certain things straight. Man, the day of the event, man, we had the, um, the DJ came. Power won't work it to plug in the stuff. Like, the DJ, like, for some odd reason, all of a sudden, the outlets won't work. The mm-hmm. day of the event. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, but any other time somebody throw an event down here, it's DJ's here, it's the DJ over there, it's music here. Now, all of a sudden, the outlets don't work? Like, come on, man. But, yeah, that would sounds like some shit. Yeah, man, but I, I can dig it, man. I ain't, I ain't really tripping, man. It's like, it's like Tyler Perry said, man. God has set that table up, man, in the presence of your enemies, man. man. So y'all, y'all are building your own table. We building our own we table, man. So. Me, and, me, and, um, me and Cuzzo, we was talking about that, what was a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. How sometimes it be your own people, man. And it, it, it pissed you off, man, but it's like... Really pissed me off, man. Mm-hmm. You can't, though. I mean, you can't let it, you can't let it um, bother you too much. I mean, at this point, we kind of understand <clears throat> it's a mentality thing. So it's just up to us for those that are working to build and, and help to just push through that. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like we're not going to stop what we're doing. 
You know, just like y'all aren't going to stop. Won't stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't doing it, though. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. Stopping Like I said, like, we appreciate what y'all doing, man. Um, Man, we had a ball. We had a ball there, man. And it don't, another thing about it is, real, it, it makes you feel good. You know? Mm-hmm. Shit ain't about clout. It's about helping people, man. And also feeling good while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why why you people want to give you pushback or, you know, try to step on toes and all that stupid stuff, man. Like you said, especially when you're doing it from the heart. Yeah, you know? All your communities, man, are so used to being taken advantage of, man, that when you got positive people want to do it, those are the people that catch the most hell, man. Some of the people, man, we just so used to kind of being taken advantage of. So we think, you know how many times I get asked how many, how, like how much I get paid to do community service events? People ask me that all the time. Oh, man, how much you how much you get paid to do this? It's, it's free. Like, I don't get paid to do this stuff, you know what I'm saying? But people think that when you do something nice for the community, you got to get something out of it. The only thing I like to get out of it is like, yo, see that brother right there? He going to college now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we just came up with you making a difference. Yeah. Like, psh, come on, man. How well you service commission, man. Like, we just out here just we just gave like seventeen scholarships, like book scholarships to seventeen seniors to go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the impact. Mm-hmm. One of them wrote us back and was like, yo, we want to thank you guys for doing XYZ. That made me feel good. You know it's what I'm saying? Deep, yeah. That's it. Boom. Ain't like you won't be on the um, like you gonna be you know, Hollywood Walk of Fame or something. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man. It's stuff like that, man. You never know, man. Then they get big. Then they be like, man, I remember such and such used yeah. to do this for me and such and such. Mm-hmm. Impact, man. Yeah, because it only takes one thing to change someone's perspective. You can That's have somebody it. going this way and you show them something different in an hour you spend with them and they're going to start going That's it. a different That's way right. because you've given them a different perspective. So, so how, how long have you you know, been involved? Like, what made you say, you know what, I want to I want to start giving back? Um, when it came to the organization, I just saw that there was a need. That this, I know what it felt like to have a child and not know anything about initially Down syndrome, not know anything about disabilities. And I had this picture in my head of what my child might end up being like. And it wasn't true because most of the information out there is not accurate when it comes to Down syndrome. Um, so I knew how it's like, initially I went through a process of mourning because I was not going to have the child I thought I was going to have. So I had a child here and a lot of people wouldn't understand unless they go through it, but you grieve the loss of what you thought you were going to have when you have a child with special needs and you find out that child has a diagnosis you didn't expect. So I understand what it's like. And a lot of parents actually I have met are in denial for a couple years before they can accept that their child has a disability or it's it's just devastating sometimes. It's, I mean, it's un- Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, yeah. yeah, some people just don't really understand. But mm-hmm. it's it's like I knew there was a need for these families to have support. And what makes their journey easier is for them to have the resources available. Like there's Medicaid waivers that actually will pay someone to watch your child while you work that is not based on your income. So you don't have to quit your job to come care for your child full time. There's stuff in place that um, that is in place to help make your life a little easier because mm-hmm. they don't want you fully dependent on Medicaid anyway. Yeah. So it's easier if they put something in place that allows you to have a caregiver and not have to send your child out to daycare, which a daycare probably can't manage that child anyway. So 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess the my back to the original question because I kind of veered off. Um, I uh, guess my My passion came from knowing that there was a need and and having empathy for other people going through what I had been through and wanting to help them to have things to make their journey easier, mm-hmm. basically. So, yeah. And then I also have a passion when it comes to youth as well. I just didn't end up, um, I kind of fulfill that in other ways um, mm-hmm. without it necessarily being through the, um, the organization that I run, but just working with other people, organizations, and kids I come in contact with outside of that. Uh, because of the things that I went through growing up and, you know, being a felon and having spent two years in prison and just having that kind of life, that road that I went down, you know, I have a passion there as well. So. Yeah. I like how you just, in two years, you just... So another thing, you, you did you did have a post this week about um the um the system or whatever with with right. felons and um what fell us in on that? Um, well, I have a friend, and he uh, he's, I've been friends with him since I was 15 years old. Uh, when he was 22, he got in trouble. Um, they sentenced him. as He had a couple things, a repeat offender, so he had gotten in trouble before. But the repeat offender law was just a way for them to throw away black men. Honestly, that's why I feel, because it was not – the way the system set up, it wasn't meant to uh, – throw away white people, obviously. Um, And he ended up getting sentenced to way more time than he should have. And now 22 years later, he's 44, and he's got five years left to serve. Um, There's a law called the Fishback Law, which um, made it... Okay, 1995, they passed a law in Virginia that said you no longer have parole, you do 85% of your time. Um, the Fishback Law was passed in 2000 that said that the jury had to be informed that they were going to be serving 85% of their time and that they were not going to be eligible for parole. Well, the Fishback Law uh, kicked in at the date that they, or around that time, that they passed the law. Mm-hmm. Um, He would have fallen under that law, however, they didn't backdate it five years, so there's five years of offenders who got sentenced probably unfairly, unjustly, um, and got harsher sentences than they should have because the juries assumed that they were going to be eligible for parole when they weren't. They had to serve 85% of their time. I was under new law when I got in trouble, too, so I served on a 24-month sentence. I served like 22 months. Um, so now he's got five more years left. His life is like, he's got to start from scratch when he gets out at 49 years old, unless Mm -hmm. he can get pardoned. Um, and it's like, yeah, not even to be funny, but it's like his, his prime was, was taken away from him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that today. It's like, you know, the one thing that you can't get back is time. You sure can't, you know, and you know, a lot of people complain about, you know, relationship wise you know they wasted my time and I'm like well it wasn't really a waste if there were there were good times you can't say the whole thing was a waste but when you 
gone for you since twenty two and how old is he now? He's forty four. And he's got five more years. Forty nine when you get old. Yeah, and I don't think twenty twenty two. I mean, yes. Are there any good days inside? You feel me? I think that people learn to adjust, and he's one of those people that learn to adapt and adjust to their environment, their situations, and that's what he's done. He's had to make the best of what he's got right there. So, like right now, he's going to school for plumbing, and then he's going to do carpentry, and Mm -hmm. he's going to do in the next five years as much as he can. So when he gets out, he can make a life for himself. No doubt. And mm-hmm. yeah, but he's he's free in his mind. So that's the most important thing right now because that's all he can, mm-hmm. you know, can do. do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's sad. But people don't realize how difficult it is and what people go through in incarceration, especially long term incarceration. And the sad thing is that they really don't have anything in place to help people adjust to going from being incarcerated for that long to going back into society. So it's going to be a shocker to him when he does get out. Um, it's like um, like Shawshank. Yeah. You know, when, when they, the old dude got out, he just life had passed him by. He just wasn't ready for the yeah. real world. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Let's throw back. Did you, did you see Shawshank? Or was you I saw it. <laughs> 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 she was ironing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now we um like today with the opioids, you know, the pills and the heroin, you know, they they have programs now mm-hmm. for the um epidemic. But with crack in the eighties, you know, they was throwing what, twenty years like it won't nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know, we know the reason why they're doing it now. You know, because the system works. Nah, it's, it's not even that, man. Because it's affecting the white community. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, 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 I threw it. I threw That's what I'm saying. Like you hear, like you hear a lot of people. But you, you might hear a lot of black people say the system is broken. No, the system is working. It's working the exact way. In which it's supposed to work. In the exact way that they, exactly. that our forefathers set it, it up. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. It was, so it's yeah. working. So it's the same alley oop. I just shot it. She dunked it. Well, well, people, well, people don't realize. You dunked even, it um, two weeks ago. She, <laughs> she, 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 she dominated it tonight. Even some black people don't really, unless they really truly look deeper, don't understand how they're being oppressed by the system. So, and how, like, even welfare is set in place. It was meant to take the father out of the home. Mm-hmm. Where you break up the family, you weaken the family unit. And that is still in place now. Um, and, of course, the same thing happens in all races, but it was initially meant to be set up a certain way, and people just don't realize. They don't look at it, and people think so. And I hate to see somebody say, oh, I don't see color. How can you not see color? You look at people, the first thing you see is the color of their yeah. skin. Mm-hmm. So, Fact. Yeah. It's, nope. I mean, it's ridiculous. So it, there's a lot of white people, I think, that realize now the racism, and they'll admit that they do see color, but I think it's important that um, that people are educated on why we don't say we don't see color because you do see color. It's a lie to say you don't. So I yeah. mean, they are some that you know are helping, but you know, with this new administration, man, like it's a lot of people coming out of Woodworks oh, saying saying honestly, saying whatever yes. they want to say. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think it's their true colors coming up. Yeah, it's their yeah, true colors, but they're, they're colors actually good. showing it. They're showing yeah, they're it. They're right. showing it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you can see with Charlottesville, the guy that um, ran into the crowd, mm-hmm. he got life. 
Oh yeah, so, I saw so that. the taxpayers are gonna be taking care of him the rest of his life. But it, yeah. it, it, he should have. I ain't gonna say he should have definitely. No, I'm just he, saying. This is a hate crime. Yo, you so. intentionally ran into a group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know that whole system is jacked up anyway. And look they how long ago that was. Yeah, Told you. Yeah. They they stretched that out for him, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Told you, system mm-hmm. system works. It works depending <laughs> on what side you on. If it, you know what I'm saying, it's like we not gonna see none of that. Mm-mm. So for us, we'll say. It's broken. But if the system is created to keep us over here, it's working. That's all. It's just, it's just sad, man. Like, I, I mean, run into a group of people, man, and then make it out like you're the victim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some Jedi mind trick for you. It's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm glad these guys. I mean, with the that they're getting the help. But I, um, just like with Illinois, they they um, legalized marijuana, and I also heard that they're really um, over. Yeah, over, oh. I heard they're going to overturn a lot of the um, marijuana convictions from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now, are all the other states doing that? I haven't heard of that. You know, Virginia not about to do that. Virginia, we Virginia don't even want to have. Um, nah. Poker in the casinos yet? I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of the southern states yeah. are a little more. We're not involving at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the southern Virginia sort of in the middle. Take that cash like... machine out here. Take that shit out here. Yeah, what's that slot thing? We got the we got the Virginia lottery over here. What else you need? <laughs> all that money Maryland's making, and supposedly, I mean, that money's supposed to what? Go to the schools, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they said the lottery's supposed to go to. Yeah, you know, in the Newports. Yeah, <laughs> but you see, um, what's it? Rosie's in New Kent, man. They said they they killing it right now, and then they about to pick one in Richmond, um, or Midlothian. Yeah, I go on New Kent. I went, I went to New Kent. New Kent. I went, I went to New Kent. I didn't care. I mean, it, I wasn't a fan. I, I prefer. I haven't been, y'all. I said I want to try. It's kind of like I don't know. The, the yeah, slots it ain't the same, but like you know, live or. You know, I think maybe we had to get adjusted to it since it's something new in Virginia. Not just adjusted, but I didn't win anything, so. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, yo, know, no, it's, 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 it's no good. That's my own gamble. I need to see a return for sure on my money. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you like the old heads told me. Can't win if you don't play. Mm. Yeah, you right about that, but... Um, I don't know why I thought you was gonna say scared money don't make no money. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is the fresh one. Fresh yeah. one. Yeah. Can't yeah. win if you don't play. Yeah. Yeah. That's a throwback, throwback. No doubt, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. in the dungeon. Shout outs, Jay Prince. I want to give a shout out to everybody who came out tonight, and I want to give a special shout out to the uh, this family in Richmond. Um, they lost a loved one. Um, her name was uh, Sierra Battle. Um, I'm not gonna get into detail what happened, but um, um, the family need y'all need y'all prayers right now. Um, me and my old lady did a did a special donation for them, you know. But y'all keep that family in y'all prayers as, as y'all go home. No doubt, no doubt. I want to give a shout out to all the community organizations in Hopewell. For being so supportive of each other and trying to change the community there, so and parents, of course. Dope. <laughs> you can't shout out guests on the show. <laughs> 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 I really did. 
Um, obviously, I want to give a shout out to the city of Hopewell. Um, for those that work in um in the city, uh, Hopewell Youth Service, Tyra, um, Balling After Dark, any organization that's that's trying to promote positive change within our cities, not just Hopewell, just Tri City areas as a whole. Um, shout out to to you all. Um, shout out to my daughter whose birthday is tomorrow. So shout out to Peyton, Daddy loves you. That's why I wore this shirt. Um, shout out to my son Cameron. Uh, shout out to my queen Joni. Um, sending a special shout out and prayers to um, this young girl I saw uh, who um, she had passed away. The little girl. Um, the little girl. Yeah. Yes, to her family. Kelly is magic. Hashtag Kelly is magic. So prayers to you know her family and, and community. Man, that was a tough one. So sending my thoughts and prayers out to them. And. Uh, that's about it. No doubt, no doubt. Brother Tice. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, <clears throat> I'll just say, you know, my usual shout out to, you know, whoever that's listening. I'm checking out the, the posts and all that, you know what I mean? So appreciate that. And, uh, and you know, shout out to, to uh, the guys here, you know, for, for coming in, being part of the, part of the podcast and, just highlighting the positivity that's going on. And um, so, yeah, definitely tip of the cap, you know what I'm saying, you know, to to, to my folks here. Uh, and just, I'll just say, you know, I just pass on encouragement, continue doing your thing. And uh, it's, it's dope to see, you know, folks, um, you know, being positive and, um, and especially with Shorty with uh, having entrepreneurship going. So that, that needs to be also encouraged. You know, positivity and entrepreneurship because um, that right there, that's that's very powerful. That can, that you know, having that um, opens up a lot of doors with just other things you can do, and you know, being able to have more time to branch out and uh, be an even better influence. Um, you know, what I mean, from from that standpoint. So yeah, that's pretty much it, man. You know. I am very happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> very happy to be here. <laughs> also, also, uh, special shout out to uh, coming soon, Money Executives LLC. Be on the lookout for that. No doubt, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. You gonna make me watch that movie? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to shout out the guests tonight. Um, I appreciate y'all coming through. Um, had a little bad storm earlier. Power went out, but you know we we back up at them. Coming up July 13th, got the second annual Ride for Jess. Get on Facebook, search the second annual Ride for Jess. It's going on July 13th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. On the YouTube page, we have a flyer, so look out for that as well. Um, this is episode 12. Don't um, say. Did, did we do that at the beginning? Did we do that? No, we didn't. Uh, and I think it's don't say. Either way. Shout out to my Latino <laughs> brothers and sisters. If I got it wrong, my apologies as always. I put that disclaimer in there. See, a knife coming away, y'all. Oh, oh, that's like, look, reviews by J. <laughs> Do not represent enough to be in friends. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, we're going to get to 75, you sure? Yo, we're going to get the we're going to get the 75 100 whatever, you know. All right. Like I said, I'm we're going to stumble out. through it. All right. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, look. Um Mr. Doctor, can you read the board behind you? I want to know the name of my show. <laughs> hey, Irrelevance in the Dungeon, man. There it is. No doubt. I'm snapping the <laughs> Joined by Shaman Tyson always, man. Tyrus Doctor. Tara Sample. Jay Prince. 
No doubt. Thank y'all. We out. Peace. Yeah. Irrelevance in the dungeon.